Hello, everyone. Hello! My name is Matt Armando. And I'm Emily Regans. And this is TBD. With Matt and Emily! I want the listeners to know that before you hit, before you said your thing, you said, are we ready? And I shook my head no. And you just went forward. Now, was I, I joking? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I took your sarcasm in stride. <laughs> I want my feelings and my sarcasm to be acknowledged. Okay, that's all I ask. Um, but you know what? We're here. We're recording social distancing. Mm-hmm. Look at this distance. We're, there's so many feet between us. How um, How many miles are between us right now? Do you know? No, I have no idea. It's a nine-hour drive. You don't know the nine a nine-hour drive. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's say an average of fifty miles an hour. Sure. Um, so that would be uh, nine times fifty. <laughs> this is the math. This is the math. This is the math portion of uh, the podcast. Uh, four four hundred and fifty miles. Is that could that possibly be true? That seems really close. <laughs> if you talk, I'll look it up. You talk. All right. Well, nine times 50 is 450. And that's me assuming that it is, uh, you know, an average pace of 50 miles per hour over the course of the full nine hours. Um, it seems awfully close to me. 450 doesn't seem very far. But uh, maybe that's right. Because I guess I'm about f- four hours from New York when I'm home. And that's like 200 miles. So maybe that's not too Matt. bad. Yep. Matt, from my home to my apartment, yep. it is 549 miles. From your apartment to, from your house to your apartment? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so my, I think maybe my, my guess of miles per hour is probably off. I think so. Um, I went low thinking, you know, a lot of it would be highway driving, but also that a lot of it would be city driving. So I was trying to average that out a little bit. Yeah, I mean, when you factor in going through the city, it's going to, um, mm-hmm. you're going to go a lot slower. So it's, sometimes it takes 10, 10 and a half hours because of like city traffic, but that doesn't add more miles. Yeah. Uh, it takes like an hour for me to get out of Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. If I'm going home, there's like 45 minutes to an hour in Brooklyn, which is the craziest part. Because you go like, oh, I'm um, I'm almost uh, at my apartment. It's only another, you know, six miles or something. And that, that takes you an hour to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, did you acknowledge that I, I did a math theme song? I think it needed to be acknowledged. Oh, thank you for the song. I was too busy trying to do my math while you did it. <laughs> uh, I started teaching for the first time ever multiplication in the past week. Wait. You never, before this week, you had not taught multiplication? Wow. Nope. You're, you're shaking your head. Um, the listeners need to know what I, you said now. <laughs> no, I am. Um, it's a new curriculum for us. So I never taught it before. It always started in third grade. But I started teaching it, guys. And let me tell you, we're getting it. We're getting there. I've heard um, because people are home and kids are kids have been learning like math differently lately, you know, mm-hmm. as, as you're aware, you, you probably teach math differently than you even learned math when you were a kid, I'm guessing. Um, but that like a lot of parents who are teaching their own kids stuff are like, 
either struggling with the new ways or saying fuck it to the new ways and just teaching them the way they learned. <laughs> I have two things to say. One, yep. I would say that they're helping their kids learn because teaching is different than just assisting. And, and I just want to just reinforce that. Um, what word did I use? What, what was, what was the offensive word? You said that you were, that they were teaching them, which is fine. They might be mm-hmm. teaching them, but the teachers are also still teaching. That's all. Yeah. Uh, um, but so did you learn when you were in school carrying and borrowing? Is that how you learned it? Uh, like carry the, carry the one. Yeah. What's borrow? I don't know what borrowing is. Uh, Once, but I know. Yeah. We call it regrouping now. And it's the exact yeah. same thing. It just, it's more, I think it's more like mathematical about what's actually happening than carrying and borrowing. So mm-hmm. you regroup the 10 into the ones place. One 10 plus one is 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen something like that. I think you tried showing me once. Um, and then I believe I said, I do enough math in my head now that I don't need this. <laughs> um, well, okay. Hey, listen, I, I multiplied uh, 50 times uh, nine, so that's pretty good. <laughs> well, that one's not that hard because you just do nine times by five and add a zero. That is what I did. Leave me alone. <laughs> Actually, first what I did was I went 10 times ten times five would be this. And then I went, oh, yeah, I should, I should just be doing nine times five. <laughs> I made it harder than I needed to. Emily, um, Emily, should we tell the listener what this podcast is? You can. Okay, I will. <laughs> uh, welcome to TBD. The with podcast with Matt and Emily. The podcast about tea and friendship. Uh, let's see. Emily and I are friends. A. Uh, B. We are drinking tea. And C. The part that you might not have gotten out of that whole garbled mess is that there is a topic that is to be determined. That is the where the pun on our name comes from. And uh, this week, Emily has the topic. We'll get to that in a little bit. And I... Not right now, though. Not right now. Me... Matt, I have no idea what her topic is. It'll be a surprise to me. And uh, I look forward to talking about that later. But uh, first, I think, I guess we should just jump into tea talk. Tea talk, tea talk, tea talk, tea talk. That's the tea talk theme song. Emily's making noises. That's my new instrument. When I edit these together, I see these uh, noises. They spike the levels. <laughs> Whatever. People um, love. People but, are obsessed with me, and they love my music. Yes, that's true. Um, so uh, that first part was just us bantering and then explaining the podcast. And we did math talk, which is fun. We, we like to talk math at least for one minute every episode. <laughs> and um, now we're on to talking about the tea. Emily. What tea are you drinking? Thank you, Matt, for asking. I am drinking a tea called Apple Cinnamon Warmth Black Tea. It is from the company Plum Deluxe, which I will get to a little bit later. But just to to give you the copy on this tea, which, as the listeners know, I I love. This tea is warm and scrumptious. A hug in a mug. (laughs) Wow. Are you feeling hugged from the inside? (laughs) I am feeling hugged from the inside. Um, 
So these are the ingredients. Black tea, cinnamon chips, apple pieces, orange blossoms, apple cinnamon essences, love, gratitude, has caffeine. If I'm not mistaken, all of the Plum Deluxe have love and gratitude in them. Yes, all of them do. Um, Listen, we all, especially in this time of great uncertainty, we need love and we need gratitude. And I have both of those things because of this apple cinnamon formed black tea. You know, I used to go to a I used to go to a cafe called the Gratitude. It was called or just called Gratitude. <laughs> Where was it at? Boston or New York? Uh, it is. It was in New York. It's near my apartment here. Um, I actually still go to the same said cafe, but they changed their name to PLG Tavern. Um, but they were called Gratitude. Gratitude's a better name. I'll say it right now. Um, I think because I think I actually found there was another place called Gratitude, and I I don't know if it's the same owners. I kind of don't think it is. So then they changed their name. I I I don't know why there are two places with a similar name here. Um, but uh, this Plum Deluxe. Um, if if the listeners might recall that uh, we are uh, sponsored by Plum Deluxe. So if you would like to try this apple cinnamon warmth black tea yourself, you can follow the the link that'll be posted in the episode description. And then when you do that, we, we get, um, we get a little something for, um, sending you their way if you buy something, but you can also use the promo code TBD and get 10% off your order. I believe it's a VIP code. It's a VIP code. I'm so sorry. It's a VIP code. The branding Um, police are angry. (laughs) But I have to say is I do taste this in Meninus tea. Uh, what was the name of it again? That apple something? Apple cinnamon warmth. Black apple tea. cinnamon warmth. Um, does it taste like apple pie? It has like an essence of apple pie, but I wouldn't say it tastes like apple pie. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Um, have you had this tea before? Um, I have. have it before. <laughs> I have. My mother has it. Um, and as I am at her home, I have been drinking it. There you go. Um, I'm glad that you're making friends with our buddies over at T, uh, Plum Deluxe. <laughs> Plumdeluxe.com. Yeah. VIP code TBD. Um, <laughs> we haven't played and plugged that in many a month. <laughs> yes. But. Um, but yes, I'm actually quite enjoying this tea. Um, I've had this tea before. Um, I... I would say it, you know, while it doesn't have arms, it does feel warm and scrumptious, like a, like something you would want to drink on a cold winter day to warm up. It's like a, it's like a warm up tea, I'd say like a cozy warm up tea, you know? That's very, that's very nice. Good visual. Um, sounds like it belongs in the fall faves box. If it was only a David's tea. (laughs) Wow. Um, Emily. Do you find this tea, the apple warmth, something, apple cinnamon warmth? Um, I said I said it. Apple cinnamon warmth black yeah. tea to be your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? I would say it's my cup of tea. I have a little bit more in here to finish up. My goal is to finish it so I can open a new tea. There you um, go. But it's, I, it's quite good. It's in my little tea of tin that I've had forever. Yeah, it's red. I got it. It's got it in the um, Tiavana store on 87th and Broadway. Clo- was closing and it was on sale, like 50% off. 
That's all. I love that tin. Wow. And that's my story of that tin. That's a, a lovely, lovely story. <laughs> Matt. Um, yes. Matt, we are still recording remotely, as we will always, because we will never see each other in person again. Uh, because be of that, you downer. have a tea. <laughs> no, it's my, it's my brand this, uh, for this quarantine. Um, it is, we are drinking two different teas, and it is your turn to tell me what type of tea you are drinking. Okay, so... I actually realized this was a tea that we have, uh, despite being in my apartment for the entirety of this podcast run, is not a tea that we've had on the podcast. Um, It was, uh, I believe, a Christmas gift from several years ago. Um, The tea is still fine, even though it's a little old now. Um, And... I will say it fits in with uh, your tea in a in a slight way or your tea story, because my tea is a Tivana tea oh, wow. from pre Tivana closing, <laughs> and uh, mine is an herbal infusion. Uh, it is called Peach Tranquility. Uh, I think you can actually get this at Starbucks. That um, makes sense. They spell they sell Tivana tea. Yeah, they sell Tivana tea, although they only sell like, a f- they don't sell that many Tivana teas. But I think this is one of them. Uh, the ingredients are apple pieces, Whoa. candied pineapple pieces, Whoa. R- rosehip peels. Ooh, I love rosehips. Mm-hmm. Peach pieces. Okay. Uh, for some reason, it has the word, pe- it has the phrase, or it says peach pieces with rice flour and also peach pieces. <laughs> Separately, I guess no rice flour. Um, artificial flavoring, chamomile flowers, and lemon ver- verbena. V e r b e n a. That's a word I've yeah. never seen. Um, it's, I've seen it before. It's a, in a Bath and Body Works scent. It's like verbena, verbena. I don't know. How it's pronounced. I don't know. Uh, well, it is an herbal tea, and. Uh, I've got to say, you know, longtime listeners will know that I'm not always an herbal tea um, fan, but I think due to social distancing and the fact that I've been drinking an inordinate amount of tea, even for myself, (laughs) um, I am enjoying the variety (laughs) of having an herbal tea. (laughs) And I also have had like enough black and green and caffeinated teas recently that the herbal tea doesn't feel like I'm uh, jipping myself out of, uh, and jip is an offensive word I should not have used, but um, I'm not uh, losing out on anything by having some of this herbal tea now. In fact, I had two to three cups of green tea before we recorded, (laughs) and now I've moved on to peach tranquility. Wow. Um, I have seen this tea in your apartment. Um, I wanted to say the connection between our teas beyond our stories is that I also have apple pieces in mine. Look at that. Wow. Um, so um, do you taste all of those different things? Oh, boy. Let's look at this. Um, I mean, I d- it definitely tastes like peach. That is assured. Um, I mean, I can maybe taste. I can see where the pineapple comes in. Shouts to Alex Simmons. The pineapple will wash over my palate. <laughs> um. And then also I can kind of taste the, the sweetness of the apple, which I'm sure is why it's 
the, the main reason it's in here. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I, I guess I, the rose hip and the chamomile aren't uh, immediately obvious to me, but um, it's it's fruity and it's um, it's light and it's good. That's nice. Um, uh, what was I going to ask you? So it's fruity, it's nice, it's light. Do you think this would make a good iced tea? The ingredients you listed say that to me that it's going to be a good iced tea. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think probably. Um, I have maybe enough left to make some iced tea out of it. Yeah, I'm trying to finish it up because it's also very old. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll make some iced tea. It seems like it'd be good. I, I also, um, I love peach. Like of all iced teas, peach is my favorite. Okay. Like a peach flavored Lipton or Snapple or something like that. Those are yeah. the best. Um, I love to get uh, like, uh, I, I would call them jarred peaches, but they're in like a plastic jar. And I often will just eat them straight out of the jar. In fact, I've done that in the past two weeks. Uh, I have my, uh, I have my, um, my smoothies that I make every day. I have frozen peaches that I put into them, uh, sometimes. Ooh, a smoothie sounds good. They are good. They are good. Um, I wonder, I really want some just salad. Um, uh, so Matt, I have a question for you. I think it's time. Would you say that this tea Havana, peach, tranquility tea, peach tranquility tea is your cup of tea or... Not your cup of tea. Well, you know, if you had asked me under wor- uh, better circumstances, I I might not think this is my cup of tea. Although, who knows? I don't know. I've maybe been underselling this tea for years. Um, but I'm really digging it right now. I've had it a couple times um, since uh, Corona has hit. And uh, I've even upgraded it to a tin. It used to be in a bag. Oh, I saw and now that. It's in a I tin. did see that. So uh, it's living the high life now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll call this my cup of tea. How do you feel like the quarantine is doing for your tea supply? Like, are you breaking down some of those teas? Yeah, actually, um, as uh, we were talking about Plum Deluxe earlier, um, and since we are some sort of, I don't, what's our official thing? We're like brand partners or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. We're tea um, ambassadors. We're tea ambassadors. That's it. We are ambassadors. Uh, we had some samples previously, and I finished both of those off. So those are gone. <laughs> that was the uh, the uh, Royal Wedding Black Tea and the Rose City Chai. Mm-hmm. I remember the, both those. Um, the, the chai was... I actually didn't remember liking it, but then I had it uh, yesterday or two days ago or something, and it, I... I I liked it. <laughs> and then definitely all my other tins are, are going down a little bit, but I still have a lot of tea left, so that's good. Um, eventually, I will have to order more probably, but um, I have plenty of green tea. I have so much green tea left, <laughs> <laughs> but I can imagine a couple more weeks, and then I'm going to have to order some tea or, or something. Mm-hmm. Well, Matt, tea talk done? Uh, yeah, let's say tea talk complete. All right. Uh, that means, what time is it? Was that? What time is it? Um, okay, so now that we have finished talking about tea, uh, it is time for us to hear what Emily's topic of the week is. Again, I have no idea what this is. Let's find out right now. Matt, 
you so much for uh, that introduction. I would like to tell you that my topic this week is something that I think is on a lot of our minds right now, and it's grocery shopping. Oh, wow. The topic is grocery shopping. Now, I do need to tell the listeners, and you, I don't know if you know this about me, I hate grocery shopping. I don't enjoy the experience. I don't like waiting in line. But the real problem is the energy it takes to leave your house with your bags, mm-hmm. go shopping, and then come back and put it all away. It, it's the the act of leaving the house that is the problem. Um, as most people know, I, I love to be inside in my house. Um, uh, except for during this time when I just want to leave my house. Anyways, um, my topic today is grocery shopping. So I want to talk about the pros, the cons, how you can avoid it, how you can make it better, and things you like to do when you shop. So. Okay. So, I have a question for you. How do you feel about grocery shopping? Um, I don't really do it. <laughs> um, but I don't mind it when I do. And um, when I used to do it more, I also, I don't know, I didn't mind. I used to, I guess like I'm also, or... I used to be of the mind that I didn't like leaving my my apartment or my house. <laughs> I've sort of changed my mind about that, not uh, not because of social distancing or anything, um, but maybe a few years ago, maybe basically when I started doing comedy, I was like fine leaving my house again, <laughs> and because um, I I had to leave to do comedy shows, so I don't mind leaving to do errands or whatever. See, I but, have a different. Oh, okay. No, go I ahead. I have a different opinion. When I started doing comedy, I had less time and things like going grocery shopping became more annoying. And like, I would have to either, I have to like wake up and do it before a practice or I have to like squeeze it in after I get home or on the day I'm free. Um, I tend to think that the reason I've developed a dislike towards it is that I just don't have the time. And when I do have the free time, I just want to be in my bed, um, which is my favorite thing in the world to be in my bed. Um, so Um, when I was in college, I didn't love to grocery shop, but I would do it. But my favorite time ever is when I went grocery shopping in grad school because me and my friend Alice, our Friday night activity was to go to Whole Foods and Target and go grocery shopping, um, at South Orange and go to both. And we would walk around each aisle and we'd buy a lot of stuff. And I have very fond memories of that. Um, so those, that was the high point in my grocery shopping. Um, and that is when I discovered that grocery shopping in person is actually good for discovering things. So I'm going to talk about discovering things while grocery shopping. Uh, sure. I'll tell you, I'll, before you move on, I'll just say like the way I got around uh, going out and all that stuff. And it, this also sort of leads into discovering, but I sort of figured out my routine would be to like go grocery shopping on my way home. Um, that was my like usual thing. And I usually go grocery shopping like, I would go like twice. I found it easier to go like a couple times a week than once a week, mm-hmm. which like when, uh, if I remember correctly, when I was a child and uh, my dad would go grocery shopping, he would do like the one like Saturday or Sunday grocery run. Um, but what I ended up finding easier was breaking it down into smaller chunks and then just going on my way home from work. So that was when I used to live in Boston and there was a Trader Joe's not too far from where I, I was. So I could just um, take the, you know, be at work, take the subway home, <laughs> get off, be at Trader Joe's, 
buy my like two bags of things or something like whatever I was manageable to carry yeah. and then just um, uh, and then just walk home. That was like the best case scenario for me. <laughs> so this is also part of the problem for me is that because I don't like grocery shopping, I put it off. So when I do go, I have to get lots of bags and then it's really hard to carry them. Like I used to go grocery shopping at Whole Foods in Union Square for those in New York, but carrying like more than three bags was impossible on the train. So now I go to the grocery store in my neighborhood, which is still hard to carry three bags, but it's a little more doable. And generally it's more than three bags, honestly. Um, Yeah. But it's easier to walk the block and a half that I would have to walk. Um, But discovering things. So I went through a phase where every time I went to the grocery store, I'd have to buy a new fruit or vegetable to try. Um, And I tried uh, kumquats. Didn't particularly enjoy the experience. Um, I tried um, avocado. Okay with the experience. (laughs) Um, Mango for the first time that way. It was pretty good. Um, what else did I try that I discovered I liked? Um, I got a pomegranate, but the problem with pomegranates is I like the flavor, but I don't like the seeds. Yeah, I don't like when fruit are too much, too annoying. When fruit is too annoying, I don't like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Anything with seeds is oh. is uh, it's on my bad list. Yeah. I Oh, I rediscovered my love for uh, um, asparagus. Wow. Um, and when I do go grocery shopping, I do tend to try to buy asparagus because I do think it's good. Um, and there were, there was other fruits and vegetables that I discovered. Oh, I tried eggplant and I, guys, got to tell you, I still don't like it. Um, you got to make it better. Um, <laughs> I know. And that's the problem. I don't want to make it better. I just want to not have, I just want to not have it. Um, the thing about, I'm oh, gonna... pears, pears and plums, Ooh, pears things and I plums. had growing up, but forgot about, and then I got them and I love them. Keep going. Sorry. Uh, I was going to say on the, the note of like discovering stuff, it's actually one of the things I really like about Trader Joe's, which is a place that I'm going to gush about a lot because it's my favorite grocery store. <laughs> but um, they rotate their stock a lot um, in a way where like they, they're very experimental, like and they have pretty good like frozen meals and um, prepared things and um, different weird like snack bars and stuff. And they're kind of known for, oh, and also dried dried fruits and nuts from Trader Joe's, like the best selection there is um, of all kinds of like weird stuff. Um, Turkish apricots, dried Turkish apricots are like my uh, my fun, weird thing that I will eat. <laughs> they're really, they're like crazy sweet and they last forever because they're just dried fruits. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I've never had a Turkish... I guess I've never had a, a non-dried Turkish apricot, but um, the dried ones are really good. <laughs> Anyways, Trader Joe's rotates this stuff around a lot. Things come in and out of, of, of existing, and they like invent new things all the time. So um, while some people get frustrated because their thing that they love might go away, it is fine because then you just like should look for something else cool and interesting and uh, delicious probably. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I really like Trader Joe's for, for many reasons, but that's one of them is, is they help you find new stuff to try. Um, I don't often go to Trader Joe's because in New York, most people know the lines are crazy long at Trader Joe's and they're long at other places. But for some reason at Trader Joe's, I just find them to be too long. And same thing at Whole Foods. Um, but I 
do really like certain things at Trader Joe's. They have these oatmeal chocolate chip mini cookies that I think are the best oatmeal chocolate chip cookies. Um, and it also really embraces the fact that raisins are bad and they should not, they don't belong in oatmeal cookies. Ooh. <laughs> um, it's the best opinion I have. Um, but I also, when I was growing up slash in college, all the Trader Joe's were for like farther away. They were like, I'd say a half an hour away. So it was never a store I commonly went to, but I, I do like their food. Um, one time I went to Trader Joe's, I was, um, tutoring out on fire island for this family um and i would go for a couple days a week and um i would catch the train like early on like a tuesday and then come back on a thursday but a few times she was like we need these it's hard to get groceries on fire island that are like actually a good price because everything has to be shipped there because it's an island um but i uh so i'd stop at trader joe's for them and get them stuff and I discovered that if you went, when they opened at 7 a.m., there were no lines. That's got to go early. But I refuse to wake up at, at that early to go grocery shopping. Um, yeah. I remember the one I used to go to in Boston, I would wait in this huge line. So, like, yeah, that did that was not only New York. Um, although the new, there's a newer one in New York, or in Brooklyn, that is the one that we buy, we, well currently not going there for food but uh normally we would go to this one trader joe's and uh it's actually not the worst line of 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 trader joe's um there used to be a different trader joe's in in brooklyn that we would go to in cobble hill and that place had an insane line and you know has like line workers and all that kind of stuff and um the the new one i i think people haven't like broken out of the routine quite yet and like so that one's not as busy normally um right now during social distancing it is apparently insane but we haven't been going there we go to our uh we have a grocery store that's like you know a five minute walk from our apartment called uh lincoln lincoln market i think so and uh i know it's on lincoln road (laughs) but uh i bought lemons there once for our tea that changed colors there you go uh they're not they haven't been crazy They, they it's been like it's been like busy, but never like past the point that it should be. <laughs> um, yeah, it's great. Uh, grocery stores. Um, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. I'm back. Um, that actually brings up why I kind of wanted to talk about this topic more is because of um, Instacart specifically, because I have. Uh, in the past year, embraced using Instacart to do my grocery shopping. I don't do it all the time, and I still do go to the grocery stores every once in a while. But it's for one of those days where you just don't want to leave your apartment, and you can get stuff delivered to you. Um, so what is what is Instacart? I don't use I don't use Instacart. Uh, it's basically just an app that you can put your orders in for grocery shopping, and someone will shop for you, and then deliver it. Um, it like based is it on like geography and the stores that allow it so when i'm in new york there's like there's like 10 stores that i could get it delivered um like get my groceries delivered um and they'll do your shopping for you can you can put in like i want three bananas and two apples and uh uh pasta like ravioli from this specific brand like it has the stock of the um of the store in and it's pretty updated not perfect but like 
Um, it'll say like out of oat milk. A lot of times they're out of oat milk. Um, <laughs> uh, and so you like just go through grocery shopping. You can like search items or you can like select like, or you can go through like the produce section and like scroll through what you want. Um, so and, do they know, do they know your grocery store or they just have like this list of items that most grocery stores carry? No, it's like specific to that grocery store. So for the most part, like I could select, I want to go to Kroger or Meyer or other grocery stores. Um, mm-hmm. Now, Instacart does have some drawbacks. So I love it being delivered to my door. Here are some problems with it. One, you can't pick out your own produce. And I actually, this uh, came up in my own life recently because I finally talked my mom into using Instacart during the social distancing time. And she's like, oh, I'd rather just go and pick out my own stuff. And I was like, no, we should try it. Let's try it. We're going to try it. So we did a big order and it was delivered yesterday. And she was so disappointed by the tomatoes because they look so sad. Um, They're not tomatoes that you would pick. They're very sad tomatoes. So that's a drawback. And the other drawback is that you can't really discover things on Instacart as you would if you were going through the aisles. You can be like, oh, yeah, I want that thing. Or, ooh, that looks good. Let's try that. Um, Yeah. So it's good for staples, but like not, I mean, maybe you get staples delivered to you, but you know what I mean? Staples of the pantry. Um, yeah. Like how every household needs a box of Triscuits and yeah. a bag of raisins and uh, <laughs> uh, the foods that I can't go without raisins and um, Triscuits. <laughs> not together though. <laughs> Although <laughs> um, um, I, I've never used one of those services. I, I, I don't know how I, I do, I eat a lot of produce, so, um, that could be a concern of mine, but, um, cause I, I like making sure I have lots of fresh fruit and, uh, vegetables and stuff to eat, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I've never embraced that. There's lots of things that I've never just ventured out to doing. <laughs> I like it. Um, I also, um, as another part of this piece of why I don't like grocery shopping is that I don't really like to cook for myself. Um, well, let me say, let me be more specific. Much like I don't have a lot of time for grocery shopping, I don't have a lot of time to cook for myself. And I like my meals to be as quick as possible. So I'll eat out a lot, slash order in, slash make really quick meals. Um, and so when I cook for myself, I don't mind grocery shopping so much because I'm like, oh, I need these things. I'll use these things. But oftentimes with grocery shopping, I bring the food home and then I go to cook food and I'm like, oh, I don't want to. And then I just have these collection of weird items. Either the produce goes bad, but I do try to use the produce or I, my freezer gets full or my pantry gets full. And then I have all these extra things because I just don't want to cook for myself. And I'd rather go to the diner and order something because that's quicker. Um, um, yeah. what, what if you were uh, stuck home alone? Would you be making more food? If I was stuck home alone, I'd be making more food. Yes. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we're, we're uh, in my house right now. Almost all the meals are are uh, homemade because it's just uh, easier that way, and there's all the time in the world, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would say this is a different time than normal yeah. life, but I still like if I can make and cook my meal, like cook it and eat it within ten minutes. I consider that ideal. Um, yeah. Um, 
But when I uh, do cook, I like to have peppers to saute, asparagus, asparagus to saute. Um, And I make a lot of chicken, but then I get bored of the chicken. Um, So another way I avoid grocery shopping is meal kit delivery services. Have you ever done one of these? I feel like this is like a blue apron and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I don't believe I've done any of those. Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> so this is another great way that I avoid grocery shopping because I can get, you just pick your meals and then they deliver them to you and you have all the ingredients you need. And sometimes the meals take way too long, but, um, I'm also slow. Um, and then you don't have to go grocery shopping. And as one person, you can order like two meals for two people. And that's actually four meals if you're just one person. And so then I have my dinners for at least four days or I take it into lunch if I'm not feeling the lunch at school. Uh, yeah, I really love meal kit deliveries. And you can make interesting food that you would never normally make, like quesadillas that I would never make, like an apple something, apple and something quesadilla that I made once. It was really good. Apple. I wasn't expecting apple to come out of your mouth when you said quesadilla, but okay. <laughs> it was, it was uh, I wish I could remember exactly what it was, but it was good. It was, um, or maybe was that the grilled cheese? I don't know. It was good. Do you not, uh, do you not find these expensive? I've heard they're expensive. Um, well, here's my trick. Are you guys ready for my trick? Let's hear it. You use the, you use the promo code. So I did Blue Apron for like a month because that, yep. the promo code lasted for a month. And then I went to another delivery service and I got a promo code for like a month. And then I went to another delivery service and I got a promo code for a month. And then, yeah, there's so many of them that you can just kind of bounce around using that promo code and you get way cheaper meals. And they are definitely more expensive than going grocery shopping. But when you factor in like how many meals you make and how much food you get, it's cheaper than going out to eat. So it's... It's in between, but... That's true. Cheaper than going out is, like, its own benefit. Yeah. Um, what, when, you, um, when you go grocery shopping, what kind of things are you guys buying? Like, what are your staples? <sighs> staples, huh? Um, well, we eat a lot of chicken. <laughs> um... Cause it's like the easiest meat to make <laughs> easiest, easiest and not too expensive, I guess. Um, we buy, uh, we'll buy salmon sometimes. Salmon also not a crazy expensive thing, but feels nice to have salmon <laughs> switch things up. Mm-hmm. You don't like salmon? I saw you I shaking like your head. I don't like most fish. Yeah. I don't like most fish. Um, and then, uh, man, been drink, eating cold cuts re- recently uh, from like the deli, like having them slice them up and, and stuff yeah. like that, which is fun. I like getting the, the deli sliced um, meats and cheeses better than like the prepackaged ones. I, I do think there's like a freshness difference there. <laughs> um, and then uh, let's see, drink a lot of orange juice. <laughs> That's a me thing. Um smoothie stuff i make it currently using almond milk because apparently everywhere is out of coconut milk for some reason (laughs) which is what i would normally use um gosh eggs (laughs) gotta have eggs (laughs) um 
Yeah, I don't know. We have, we have a lot of rice, too, I guess. And, like, I mean, especially right now, a lot of pasta and things. But um, we try to vary it up. We have a lot of, like, we have, like, a cookbook that's called 30, 30 Minute Meals or something like that. And so while that's not quite 10 minutes like you prefer, um, 30 minutes is pretty fast. <laughs> so we'll make a lot of those. Um, I'd say we have a lot of, there's a lot of variety I mean, definitely buy, we, we definitely, I think the three things we buy the most of are chicken, eggs, and orange juice, if I had to guess. And that's like anytime, any, all year round, whatever. Yeah. But other than that, it's like mixing it up and yeah. trying out different recipes and stuff. If I'm being good and actually going grocery shopping, these are what I get on every single trip. But this is only if I'm good and not, not avoiding it. I get peppers. I'll get little cuties, like the little clementines. Um, bananas, um, stuff to make smoothies. So like frozen fruit and yogurt. Um, I like fresh raspberries. Um, I'll get like little mini potatoes to make fries out of. Um, I will also, I always try to get, um, pesto and, uh, pasta. And, um, what are some other things I always get? I always get chicken, but then I'm always bored with chicken. Um, I have to have stuff for baking, so I go through the baking aisle and see what they have. Um, and I think it's very important to go to the clearance section. Uh, this is very important to find fun stuff. I've gotten tea from the clearance section, like the riced green tea we had a few weeks ago. That was from the clearance section. Very important. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, one of my favorite things, sometimes I'll do my grocery shopping at Target, and at the end of each aisle, they have like a mini clearance section. And I think those are the funnest styles to look at. Yeah. Really a big fan of clearance. Um, you reminded me, I also eat bananas a lot. You said bananas. Um, I have like a banana every day. Little thing about me. I have a glass of orange juice and a banana. Those two things I have every single day. Yeah. Um, so I have a question about your lunches in this time of quarantine, but I really want to bring up something for myself, but I want to ask you first. Do you feel like your lunching has changed during work hours because of the quarantine? Well, um, yes, yes and no. Um, I, because I, so I work from home anyways, so I am home anyways. (laughs) And, Normally, uh, normally I'm actually more of a breakfast around lunch kind of person. Like I'll make breakfast at 11 or 12. That would be my normal circumstance. And now it's been that I've actually been making true lunch food and having it around noon. So the time isn't really that different. I mean, maybe before I was eating, potentially eating earlier, although also normally probably eating around noon anyways. (laughs) But I've sort of swapped breakfast for uh, lunch foods. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's that's where the cold cuts come in. I'm in yeah. sandwiches. Uh, yeah. Uh, my lunching has changed, and I'm very sad about it. I'm used to having lunch at school where they give me lunch, and I don't have to think about lunch because it's just there. And it's uh-huh. great. Very pro having lunch just there. But now... I have to think about what I'm going to eat. And then I, for like five straight days, I had peanut butter and jelly and Doritos because I didn't have to think <laughs> about it. 
and I love peanut butter and jelly, and I like Doritos, but I was like, I got to vary it up a little bit. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I've had leftovers from previous meals. When we did our Instacart order, I ordered some frozen meals to have for lunch, which are easier to make. But uh, I miss my school lunch. <laughs> I miss uh, lunch being just there. That's yeah. what I want, lunch to be there. Uh, I just tried different sandwiches. I mean, go outside of the peanut butter and jelly world. <laughs> oh, I could. I have made grilled cheese a few times. Yeah, um, that's, that's what I, I've been getting the, the cold cuts from the deli and then like switching up with those. Those are and the condiments are. Uh, so like I had turkey and salami for a little bit. And then I now I'm having turkey and roast beef. <laughs> and I've had a few different uh condiments there um there's like a sriracha mayo or spicy brown mustard or uh i don't know some other things <laughs> this, is, this is how i've been spicing it up <laughs> yeah i just you know listen i feel bad for people who have to fend for themselves for lunch all the time like I me really, yeah like you <laughs> school uh, is just there when it's, it's just there you go down you get your food and you eat it I do. I, I well, uh, one thing that's gotten I've gotten really good at because I kind of know when I'm having dinner every night now. Like, um, when now that we're in quarantine, like I know I'm basically gonna have dinner around six or seven at night, um, with some some variety there. But most of the time, it's then outside of quarantine. Like I don't know, maybe I'll have it at six, maybe I'll have it at eight. It's it's hard to tell. Yeah. But. Uh, now that I know it's pretty much always like right around six, six thirty ish, then I also want to like put my uh, lunch a, a fair amount of time earlier. <laughs> so that's why I like having it at like noon. So everything, it's weird how like a little more perfectly scheduled everything is. But I would say that like in normal times, I actually sometimes regret like, oh, I waited till two to have my lunch slash breakfast. <laughs> Or, um, or things like that. And if I had just something ready, you know, or if I was told it was lunchtime, um, you know, I would be a little bit better at possibly managing myself. Because <laughs> <sighs> you, you have a designated lunch time as well, right? I do. But the way our schedule is now, we have a big break from when we have lunch while the kids are doing their specials in recess. Um, so I have like a two hour time to like eat and it, I've been varying really when I eat sometimes I'll eat right at 11 30 and then sometimes I wait until one which is throwing off my dinner time yeah um or I won't or I'll forget to eat and it'll be like 1 15 and I'm like I don't have time to make anything ah I'm <laughs> gonna be hungry mm. and then I'm so hungry when school ends that's happened a couple times you gotta have like uh you got to Instacart some Cliff Bars or something. <laughs> my dad has a lot of Cliff, cliff Bars, but I don't, they're okay. They're not my favorite. Uh, they're not great, but they're if you're like hungry and you need something, yeah. they uh, they do the trick. <laughs> uh, we have these like shake drinks, like that are like protein drinks that kind of fill you up. That I've done a few times. Mm-hmm. It's like a mid morning breakfast. Isn't that like the thing for Mean Girls? <laughs> I, I don't know if that's what they are, but. I'm okay. Oh, with those that. are those are bar those are bars, right? Those were bars, that, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, well 
So it sounds like we've actually had the opposite effects. Like I'm more on schedule and you're less on schedule. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Time sort of is weird now. <laughs> so I have to like look at the clock and make sure I'm doing things that I'm supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Time <sighs> is weird. Everything's weird. Um, do you, when you go grocery shopping, do you have reusable bags or not reusable bags? If I plan ahead, yes. Um, sometimes I will be on my way home and I'll be like, ooh, that thing I want to have for dinner, I'm missing this one thing. Like, I need sour cream to have this soup or something. And I'll stop and grab some things and then I don't have bags and then I feel Mm -hmm. dumb. But for the most part, I'd say mostly, yes. Um, well, in New York... You're going to have to have bags from now on. <laughs> That's true. But then every time I've gone to the grocery store, since they put that into effect, they they've have pl- plastic bags. Yeah. I've seen, sometimes I see it, sometimes I don't. I don't know. It makes me mad. <laughs> I, uh, I try to carry a thing around. I actually feel sort of stupid sometimes when I don't have a, a reusable bag because I know that I have them and I'm usually wearing a backpack. Yeah. Although I've been mostly backpack free for the past couple months but uh uh i assume i will be back into backpack wearing shapes real soon (laughs) Mm. um i i will i'm very easily persuaded to buy bags like i went to the strand i don't know when it we could leave the houses at some point um a long time ago in a different world i went to the strand and i saw a bag that was like it was like two dollars and fifty cents. I was like, I will get that. Yes, thank you. Um, I'm very susceptible susceptible to buying things like that. So at a grocery store, sometimes they'll like put like a cute like reusable bag, and I will buy it. Yeah, uh, New York had a thing where they were giving away bags to people if they didn't have them because they were getting rid of bags. And I really badly wanted to get one because I just wanted to have one. I wanted to like collect it. Yeah. I mean, I would use it too, but it, I was like, ooh, I want the like special New York yeah. bag. And um, I would have gone to one, except I think they I think they only had a couple events and then the rest got canceled. So I'll have to wait till we are free again. Yeah. I, um, I also, my grocery store where I do most of my grocery shopping, I swear triple bags when they use plastic bags. And every single time I'm doing it, I'm like, oh, God, that could be, one bag would be fine. One bag is fine. And they yeah, just triple think... bag. And it's such a waste. The automated nature, that, I'd say the, the number one most irritating thing about going to a grocery store to me <laughs> is the, with what, like, automatic sensibility they just, like, will trip, double, triple bag a thing. Like, they don't even think about it. They'll put yeah. your tissue box in three bags. They don't even care. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, I don't know. It's one of those things where like the more, uh, like if you have a, any kind of job where you repeatedly do one thing, yeah, the less, like you're just, you're just, you just become deconditioned to caring about it. Yeah. And so like, um, you know, it's not their fault, but like they've bagged so many things and they, they've like become desensitized to like yeah. what a plastic bag means to our environment. And it's true with like so many, so many uh, infinite number of uh, professions where people just like stop caring. Um, I could go on and on about this, so I won't, <laughs> but man, it, that is infuriating to watch something get uh, bagged more than it needs to be. Ugh. Um, 
I do try to, when I do have a lot of grocery bags, I will return them to the grocery store. Um, like there's like a recycling thing for them, but yeah, just one uh, bag at a time. That's all we need guys. Two it's, it's, on heavy items. I'm glad that you are recycling and I not, this is not for you, but for everyone else, reduce, reuse, recycle all three of them. <laughs> <sighs> not just, there's three points to that triangle. <laughs> oh, my last thing about reducing, reusing, recycling, and then we're done, um, is I often will bring in my food garbage, not food garbage, but like my food extra stuff. So like if you open butter, I'll take the box that it was in and I'll take it into my classroom for the kids to remake it into something more exciting. And they, they love to play with trash. That's what I call it. I think it's funny, but it's really just recycled materials, but they reuse it. It's called, yeah, it's, it's that's reusing. That's, yeah. And then you can recycle it afterwards, which is great. Yeah. Get as much as you can out of something. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Go. That's grocery stores. Grocery <laughs> shopping. Yeah. What's the what, the topic is grocery shopping? <laughs> yeah. Not stores, because I didn't talk about the stores that much. Yeah. Um, very good. Well, thank you, Emily, for bringing that wonderful topic that was indeed a surprise to me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you have anything you want to plug? Oh, sure. Um, I dropped um, my channel trailer to my YouTube channel um, yesterday now. <laughs> it's uh, like a one minute little teaser thing into my channel to, you know, hopefully get people interested and um, subscribing. And uh, yeah, that's that's out there now. Just uh, go to YouTube and search for Matt Aramondo. <laughs> um. I'm going to just be honest with everyone. I don't have anything to plug and I never will again. Oh, uh, well you can tell people to subscribe to this podcast if they haven't already. Oh yeah. I do have two things to plug plug. I'm plugging this podcast and plum deluxe, uh, VIP code TBD or follow the link. That's going to be in the description. There you go. Um, uh, yeah. Do we want to do corrections? Uh, if you have them ready, then yes. I, if you do not I, have them ready, then no. I have them ready. I'm going <laughs> to okay. do one. All right. Okay. So this is from Katie Abate-Lewin. Um, and it's a correction from the episode, Taking the First Step, Friends Discussion. In which I do, I think I literally said, Katie, correct us on this. Um, she said, I think I was talking about people Rachel has dated in the television show Friends. And she says, Rachel dates Tag in one of the later seasons. She hires him as her assistant at Ralph Lauren over another, more qualified candidate because she thought he was cute. They then start dating. But as Emily mentioned, Rachel has a third life crisis at her 30th birthday party about not being even close to marriage or babies yet. Tag tries to comfort her by saying he knew how she felt because he had been feeling the same way recently about turning 25. Rachel dumps him. Wow. Uh, thank you, Katie, for that, uh, specificity. <laughs> and Katie, thank you for being a friend of the podcast and being a real life friend. <laughs> there you go. Uh, hope you're staying safe. <laughs> you're listening to our podcast, so that means you're doing okay. <laughs> <sighs> she got a new uh, puppy. Ooh, that's very exciting. Yes. But pets is not the topic of today. That was a few weeks ago. I know. I just wanted to bring it up because I think everyone needed to know. <laughs> okay. Now, right. we, now everyone knows. Um, all right. I think we're done. Yep. You, you agree? Yep. Uh, well, I've been Matt Armando. 
I've been Emily Riggins. And this has been TBD. With Matt Emily. Thank you. Bye. Bye, bye, bye.